Testament. So I'm going to read for you John, the 15th chapter, and I'm going to read just verses 12 through 13. And it says, my command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. What is a friend? It's an old English word, and it's, it's pronounced friend, F-R-E-O-N-D. And it means one attached to another by feelings of personal regard and preference. It means lover or friend. It means loving. Friend literally means to love. Jesus had friends, and he poured into them, he ate with them, and he loved them. He connected with them where they were spiritually, physically, and also mentally. The 12 disciples were his friends. Peter, James, and John, they were his friends too. Mary and Martha, they were his friends. And in John, the 11th chapter and the 35th verse, Jesus wept for Mary and Martha because of what they had to go through to get their miracle. He loved them just that much. And we, we're his friends. The Bible declares that we are friends of God. Amen? In the end, his true friends were the ones who ministered to him. Amen. As I was just doing some research, I came across this author that said Jesus is our model. He's our model for how we love. If believers obey his command to love, they enjoy the intimacy of Jesus' friendships. Friendship is not a once-for-all gift, but it develops as the result of obeying Jesus' command to love. And in a world where social media connection is quickly becoming the norm, we have lost sight of personal, physical, face-to-face connection. I'm all in for a good Facebook post, y'all. I mean, I love it. I love to read, you know, people's statuses and just chuckle and laugh at, you know, what people are saying or whatever. And even on Instagram, I love me Instagram. I love posting stuff on Instagram, all my cooking things and, you know, my baking, um, my cupcakes and all of that. I love posting it on Instagram and people um, putting up their little hearts and liking it, and I'm reading all of this, and I'm just like, I think I'm doing something. I'm like, yay, go me, you know, yes. But the way social media is set up these days, it really has us thinking that we are the most popular people on the planet. It has us thinking that everyone wants to be our friend. Friend has gotten so watered down and desensitized on social media that the very meaning, the truest meaning of friend has been diluted. 
And personally, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but those 3,537 Facebook friends you have, they're really not your friends. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to reveal something to you today, and um, I know a lot of you don't know that, uh, don't know this about me, and some of you may not even believe it about me, and, and you're going to be like, what? But I am a shy person. I am 100% shy. Grew up shy. I'm still shy. <laughs> but you know what? I've learned how to adapt and to interact, especially given the calling that I have on my life concerning ministry. And I remember specifically when I first received my call to ministry and to preach, and I'm thinking to myself, me? Seriously? And I'm like, God, you really have a sense of humor because, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And then I remember a prophet coming to our church when I was at the Citadel, and the prophet, she said to me that I should forget about the faces that, that I'm pretty much preaching to, and that I should not be intimidated by them, but I should set my face like flint. And if you know what flint is, flint is a kind of stone that is... Um, they've used millions and millions of years ago, and it was used um, to build buildings, and it was also used to um, as weapons. You know, they made weapons out of it, spears and things like that. So it was a very hard um, stone, and um, in essence, that's what I've been trying to do ever since she told me that, was to just set my face like flint, because how many of you know that people can be intimidating? I mean, in people in your life, people in your world, they can be intimidating sometimes. But, and I've been in church literally all of my life. And I mean, all of my life, I was born into church. But I haven't been saved all my life. Um, but I definitely can say that I've been in church all my life. And after being in church for so long, you kind of get immune to certain things and to people and to situations. You get kind of hardened. And so with that said, it would be easy for me to come here on Sunday mornings to set up my welcome table, you know, and to enjoy the amazing praise and worship, to listen to the great word, and to just leave out of here and not speak to anybody. And that's what my inside fear and pain would want me to do. But how many of you know we don't give in to fear and we don't give in to pain? Amen. God has been challenging me to reach outside of my box and to connect with the people that I worship with. And when I say connect, I'm not talking about, hi, how you doing? Um, bye, see you later. I mean engaging in meaningful conversation, slowing down and showing genuine love and concern to people, reaching out to people inside and also outside of these four walls. Amen? This is how connection happens. 
I read an interesting article in the magazine Psychology Today that said, and this is kind of long, but I, I, I really want you to listen and just listen to what this, this um, author said. Despite its clear importance for health and survival, sociological research suggests that social connectedness is declining at an alarming rate in the United States. A revealing sociological study showed that the number of close confidants, for example, people with whom one feel comfortable sharing a personal problem, Americans claimed to have in 1985 was only three. In 2004, it dropped to one. With 25% of Americans saying that they have no one to confide in. This survey suggests that one in four people that we meet may have no one they call a close friend. And this decline in social connectedness may explain reported increases in loneliness, isolation, and alienation, and may be why studies are finding that loneliness represents one of the leading reasons people seek psychological counseling. Those who are not socially connected are more vulnerable to anxiety, depression, antisocial behavior, and even suicidal behaviors, which tend to further increase their isolation. And most sadly, a landmark survey showed that lack of social connectedness predicts vulnerability to disease and death above and beyond traditional risk factors such as smoking, blood pressure, and physical activity. Wow. That's all I could say when I read that was wow. So our theme for this year is the year of connection. People, when we pick themes, we are not pulling them out of hats or out of the air, but we are literally seeking God earnestly as to what our theme should be. What is our affirmation for the year? What would you want us to focus on for the year, Lord? Our themes are not just for you to look at the banner each Sunday and comment on how nice it is, but it is for you, for you to put that thing into action. So this is my journey so far this year during the year of connection. The way that I'm connecting to God is by connecting to others. And I've connected with people here at Hartford City Church that I consider my for real friends. Not the play play ones, but the for real friends. Even on my bad days, I'm checking in on them to make sure that they're good. That builds my faith, and I'm praying that it builds their faith too. And it also builds connection. Even when I'm super busy and I can't even find time to hardly breathe, I'm sending a hey, how, how are you text, because I know that it's building trust and loyalty and friendship. It's showing them that I care and that I love them. The Bible says in Galatians 6 and 2, carry each other's burdens, and in the way you will fulfill the law of Christ. It also says in Proverbs, the 27th chapter and the 17th verse, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter, 
and verses 9 through 12 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I don't want you to leave here today frustrated and confused, thinking that this is the only way that you can connect to God. No, this is what's working in my life right now. This is my journey. This is what's building me up right now. I want you to tap into what is working for you and how you can connect to God. This theme, this thing is for everyone. I want you to search yourselves and see where you need to connect to God. Like I said before, I've made some amazing friends here. And, and I was thinking the other day, um, someone, one of the close friends that I've made here, walked in the door, I, I want to say last week. She's been coming. But um, one of our regular parishioners was like, oh, I don't know who you are. And I was like, she's been coming. But it, it was kind of strange to me because I've been connected with this person for like, months uh, months and I was like you don't know who this person is but God is using me to connect with people and I am so glad that they've been coming and they've been staying and they've been enjoying church and enjoying God in this place and I'm so grateful to God for this being my journey for this year amen and I don't know if 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 I can just call them out if they don't mind these two people who are amazing women to me there's others trust me there are other people who I've connected with who I've been I've been out to eat with and who I've been you know to the spa with and stuff like that but these two amazing women Elizabeth and um, my friend Claudia these two women have been coming and I'm just so grateful to God for them because they don't know how God has been using them to impact my life Amen. And I'm so grateful that because we've prayed and because God used us to um, to come up with this theme, the year of connection, you know, sometimes we think the year of connection, like what, what do you mean by that or whatever? But when God is speaking to us, when we're praying and we're earnestly um, trusting in God for these themes, he shows up. I'm telling you, it, it it sounds strange to us, but God knows what he's doing because had it not been for this theme, I would not have challenged myself to get to the place where I can come outside of my box to impact these people's lives. Amen. So God is good. And I am grateful to God for his love, for his kindness, for him using everyone on, you know, the teams to Come up with these themes. Amen. God is good. So with that said, I want to pray today. I'm done. Seriously. I just wanted to let you know where I was because that was my assignment. I just needed to let you guys know where I was as far as the year of connection was concerned. That was my assignment. And I'm connecting to God through connecting to other people. And I just want you, you to find out 
in this year of connection, how you can get closer to God, how you can connect to God. What is it that he is saying to you? What is the struggle in your life that God wants to turn around and use for his glory? What is the struggle that you're going through in your life that God wants to turn around and use for his glory? Think about that for a minute. Hallelujah. God isn't looking for perfect people, y'all. Trust me. If he was, <laughs> I wouldn't be here today. He is not looking for perfect people, but he's looking for those people who would use that struggle for his good. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just want to pray today because I know that God, I know that God is speaking in this church and I know that he wants to use you. So if you don't mind just closing your eyes. And just focusing on Jesus and his love for you. How he calls us all friends and he wants the best for us. He wants us to be connected to him. God, I just love you today. God, I bless you today. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this journey, God, that you have me on. And I know, God, that everyone in here, they have their own journey. But God, I pray, Lord, those who can't seem to figure out what that is, God, that you would show them, God, how to connect with you, Lord. God, open up their understanding, God, of how you want them to connect with you, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you, God, would just put those things, God, that you need them to see, God, right in front of their faces, Lord. God, don't hide it from them anymore, God, but put it right in front of their faces, God, so they can see where you want them to go, God. God, I thank you so much for, God, these beautiful people here, God. And I pray, God, that you will just continue to bless them, God. Continue to minister. Continue to speak into their lives, Lord Jesus. God, you don't want us to be perfect, God. But you want us to use, God, these struggles, God, that you've given. God, that we have, Lord Jesus, for your glory. God, we bless your name, Lord Jesus, and we thank you, God. Have your way in our life, Lord Jesus. Have your way in our life, Lord Jesus. God, open up the doors, God, for us to walk right through, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we love you so much. We bless you so much, and we honor you, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way in our life, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, be glorified, Lord Jesus. God, when we can't see you, God, be glorified, Lord Jesus. When we can't feel you, God, be glorified, Lord Jesus, in our lives, oh, God. Have your way, God. We love you.
love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on and let's clap our hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's clap our hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Come on and clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. He is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. If there's anyone in here who wants prayer, I, I will pray with you. Um, and, you know, I'll meet you right over here. We can pray. Hallelujah. And as the praise team sings, 